Hey, welcome back. Another episode in the Combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil J. <laughs> and I'm Shoddy. <laughs> How is everybody doing out there? We hope they're all well. So uh, I'm always wondering what Jason's nickname is every week. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. Dude, dad life, man. <laughs> I didn't think of any clever, clever No, shit. dude, no. I, dude, fuck, it's fucked. <laughs> and fuck, guys, I'm still, uh, no beers for me. Uh, I'm on anti-alcoholic meds. It's all good, dude. I'm not drinking beers either. It's fine. So it's just, well, no there's indulging just one, in anything one person here. I'm yeah. drinking for both of you. Yeah, Where thank you. Not an alcoholic, but the lime is, the lime is still around, the Lyme disease, so... <laughs> Gotta take these meds for another couple months. (laughs) Sorry, man. We hope it goes away soon, brother. So, I had a breakdown ready for this episode. It was a good fucking breakdown. Someone swooped in here and uh, had his own breakdown. So now I'm eager to hear this. Shiny never brings breakdowns, though, so kind of I want to hear is The thing is, it's going to piss him off because it's probably not that good of a breakdown, (laughs) but let's let's listen to it Hey, we can have two breakdowns. Yeah, we can have two breakdowns. (laughs) I told him we should do two breakdowns, but he said he just wanted to do the one, so... Well, we'll see. If it's not good enough, I'll definitely bring mine back out. Yeah, so we break it down first, and then we tell him what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same thing we thought every other fucking 87 87 (laughs) episodes. (laughs) I I was just confirming, fellas. I didn't know if we were going to switch things up or not this time. Ah, the big Alright, Jason's breakdown. <laughs> well, let's hear what he brought then. Alright, breakdown number two. You're the judge. Which breakdown wins? <laughs> right, I actually, back. I enjoyed both of them a lot. 
in different ways. <laughs> yeah. They hit me both in way different ways. <laughs> yes, they did. So first of all, how old was your breakdown, Jason? Well, first, let's break down the week. Okay, I guess that's true. Let's break down the week. No, we'll come I back. Guess. This week, we are, uh, we're talking about what we're listening to. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a very long time. So we're just going to spend a interview. little extra time on the, yeah, we're just going to give you guys a bunch of good shit to listen to and then get the fuck out of here. I actually brought two cl- two bands today, so Holy yeah, I'm shit. prepared. I'm prepared. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. I know we got an interview with, if you guys remember that band I brought up like a month or two ago, that Idle Hands band? Mm-hmm. Yes. You were into it. I don't know if you guys ever checked them out further, but. They're still on my list to download. I haven't got to oh, it. okay. Well, disappointing. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> talk to Gabe, the main dude on that one. It was actually a really good uh, interview. I, it's one of those funny ones. I read some interviews online. I was like, I don't know. He seems kind of weird. <laughs> And then I called him up. He was like the, be- the <laughs> best <nice>. dude ever. <laughs> really cool guy. So yeah, uh, if you haven't checked out that album, fucking do it. Cause it's great. But anyways, Shadi, you started off the breakdown. Uh, wonder what that was. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that was. So um, that was off of Tool's new album, Fear Inoculum, and that was Tempest. Yeah, a little bit of tempo change there. Well, not, I guess not tempo change, but fuckery with the uh-huh. amount of notes per measure, whatever. Anyway, and then what did you have for us, Jason? That was uh, enforced. Okay. E N, like N four, like the you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whatever the rule, the law. Uh, the song was the heat, and the album is at the walls. And uh, this this one is one of the albums I've definitely been listening to. It was like one of my ways to sneak in like another pit because it's so fucking good. And I, it's been killing me because we didn't do we haven't done anything new in a while that we've been listening to. Because the last episode was our old shit. So I've been was, sitting on this one, was. but this one's it's like. Uh, it stood the the test of not time, but at least like that time frame. You know, sometimes you pick up a new album and you're just like, it's really cool for a minute, and then you forget about it. Well, that's why I asked you how old it was because I think early it, in the it year. Has, see, I mean, it just has that sound of being, you know. Oh yeah. That's what I'm. Yeah, oh, it yeah. didn't sound like it came out this year. So well, they're doing the same kind of vibe as far as like Power Trip goes. Okay. So it sounds okay. like it was recorded in the '80s. They use the same producer that Arthur Rizik dude who did mm-hmm. Too Mold and Power Trip. And honestly, I mean, as I like it more than Power Trip. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Any reason why? I'm not, I'm not a big Power Trip fan. I mean, I I like them and stuff, but I, I don't think you see what all the hype's about. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you're fucked up, but uh... no, I'm not saying they're not good. <laughs> but I like I was enjoying this one a lot more. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's if you do like Power Trip, though, you'll definitely like it. That's like the easiest comparison. But dude, I mean, it's like it's only uh, what did I did write it down. I think it's only like twenty, yeah, twenty six minutes. So it's really fast. It's if you're ADD, you're you're not gonna be pissed. There's a lot of Slayer in there. There's one song. It sounds just like freaking Seasons of the Best. Like it's just, I don't know, man. There's breakdowns. There's thrash. So like, if you have a little hardcore in you, you'll like it. Just crossover thrash and uh, yeah. I get. I haven't stopped listening to it. It's probably gonna be on my end of the year list. Wow. Okay. Well then, I'm probably gonna have to check that out then. It's not yeah. something that I would normally listen to, but I'll try to give it. I mean, it sounded fun. That's so, what it is, dude. It's fun. Yeah, it like, sounded fun. Yeah, it's just so easy. I just need to get into that mood, and then I'll run with it. So, so uh, Tool, that's one of your picks? Yeah, I mean, it's actually something that I've been listening to. So if we just want to dive into it, we can we can go ahead and, and do that, I'm sure. Might as well. Might Start as well. Start off.
so have have either one of you listened to it yet? Oh yeah, you did. Okay, see it? I did. Jason, yeah. Okay, Jason, did you listen to it? Okay. Been blown his load I know. Over it. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I made the Jason. promise too. I was that I'll, I'll listen to it. Then you did. No, I listen. I put it on okay. today. Uh-huh. Okay. I listened to three songs. Yep. Okay. And then there was one CD that I brought in that I just like. I was like, this is this is actually cool, but I I could I had to go back to like something more metal. Okay. That's so fine. it wasn't like I didn't like it. I'm just I'm really like I'm not a tool guy. Dude, I'm not either. But oh, so you're that's not? why no, what the f- when the fuck have I ever been a tool guy? When I didn't think any of you guys me? were. Yeah, so like that's the thing is I wanted to see what the hype was about. Everybody was talking about it, you know, the 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 sale, the pre-sales or whatever sold the fuck out. Um and then people started talking about it beating, you know, that bitch Taylor and then all this other shit started happening and I wanted to just hear what the music was about. They hadn't produced anything in what like 13 years or whatever, so I mean, I had always had respect for the drummer, but I had never listened to the shit. Like, he was always just a drummer that I knew was good, and then some of the shit that they did was cool. Yeah. But I'd never listened to the stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I put it on, and yeah, I mean, I I fucking love it. I thought, Do I you think really? it's a great al- Yeah, I think it's a great album, honestly. Well, it's got I think that, for, like, progressive shit that you love so much. That, yeah, it really does. I mean, the thing that pisses me off, though, is, like, people are talking about, well, first of all, so this had all the sales that it had, right? I mean, it broke Taylor Swift and album sales. And then when I sit back and, like, actually look at it as, like, in terms of musicality, I mean, it's not, I mean, this shit's, like, fucking, it's good, don't get me wrong, but... There's so much more music that's come out in the last 13 years yeah. that's been way better that hasn't gotten the light of fucking day. But because this is Tool, uh-huh. I mean, I wasn't saying that regardless of what they put out, people were going to love it and people were going to buy it. But it's just sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much it's other overhyped. music that... Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying it's overhyped because, I mean, it took them 13 years to put out another album. I'm just saying that they fit into that, like... What do I want to say here? They fit into that like pop metal, you know what I'm saying, category, and none of the shit that we listen to is ever going to break it, break through to get to that level because of the early 90s. And the early 90s aren't there mm-hmm. anymore for exposure for music like this. So, like, think about it like a ghost. I mean, that's a little bit more mellow. I mean, they have some of the long, drawn out things. I mean, maybe if they toned down some of the imagery on the stage and changed up some of the lyrics and made shit more ambiguous, they could go out. I mean, they're still a little bit bigger, but they still don't sell as much as them. Like, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. we don't have an act in metal that's anywhere it's different near. Times. Times it have is changed. different time. It is, but that's what I'm saying is they could sit out for 13 years come back and then put out something it's like metallica you know same kind of shit i mean it is it's just it's i'm not taking anything away from them because i honestly do love the album i tracked it down i was able to (laughs) fucked up (laughs) i had to buy it i missed the re-release on the american date so i had to buy it when it re-released for europe and i had to ship it to my co-worker's (laughs) house who lives there (laughs) so it's being shipped there and then he's going to ship it back whenever we ship boxes back and forth between our works but yeah, fucked up. That's the link that I went to, through to obtain the album because I liked it that much. But hmm. it's just sad. You you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much other good fucking music yeah. that comes out that could be big, but it's not, you know, given the light of day. So, yeah. I'm glad that Stan, what did you think about oh, it? Oh, I, I liked it. It just, you got to be in the right mood for that shit. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yep. both times I, I kind of put it on today and I put it, I turned it off too. I mean, you just gotta be in the right mood, but the first time I listened to it, I was like, I was digging it, and it was good. You could tell it's good. It's just it's gotta be the right time. Yeah. But, but you never did you listen to them back in the day? 
Uh, what's that one CD? They're Undertow. I got into that a little bit, but like not. I'm not a Tool guy at all either. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we were young. To me, it was like um, I almost lumped it in with like new metal or something. I know yeah, it's I not. Did, I did. I, I agree. I lumped yeah. it in with new metal as well. I was I just didn't... like, I don't like. I don't want to listen to that shit. It's on the radio. Well, yeah. It's not that. I don't know. Well, I always so... thought it was kind of lame. But then going back, I've spent a little bit of time here and there. I've put on like Lateralis and whatever the fuck the other albums are called. But I just, and then seeing all the hype on this one, I was just like, I don't give a fuck. They've been gone for how long? I never was a big fan, so I, I wasn't even going to listen to it. But then you said to, and I honestly, I, I was kind of happy I started it because now I'm going to go back to it because it was keeping my attention. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you want me it's to be interesting music. honest, I wanted to shit on it. I wanted so badly <laughs> like, to come I can on tell here. you wanted to hate I it. I wanted to shit on it so badly. That's yeah. all I wanted to do was come on here and be like, fuck that album. You mean to tell me that all these years people have been writing off Opeth and shit like this? And then it's like, but it's actually a good album, so I couldn't say that. But right. yeah, I wanted to hate it, and it won me over. So That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't I, know. I think I was positive because I had no expectations. I had nothing. I didn't know anything about it. I, didn't, you know, wasn't expecting anything. So it was nice, refreshing, you know. Right. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, well, I guess back in the day, I could never get into it because of the clean singing. We were mm-hmm. in that mindset yeah. where, so that's why, but now it's more like I can you respect, respect it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So great listen. If anybody hasn't listened, I mean, I definitely recommend it ex- just mm-hmm. for the experience. So. Yeah. All right. But. Stan. Okay, do you guys want to just be hit with a thing of bricks, or do you want to just uh, more of the nicer, I like beautiful the stuff? I like the okay. nicer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the bricks. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So this came out, I believe, yesterday. Um, yesterday? Yes. Okay. was that stanley <laughs> you gotta guess i think i it, want you to tell me i think it was infant annihilator yep <laughs> yeah, yeah brand new cd one of the only still one of the only death cores i actually get kind of get excited about and actually like listening to it's uh it's a little bit the, different for me but i still like it to the day dude I, i've been sitting on it for about a week now yeah and I, I just haven't dude, gotten i haven't gotten uh, a chance to listen to it so so I'm glad okay that you i only listened it. to it like twice but still um, i mean today uh co-worker gave it to me and uh yeah so that was kind of one of the lighter songs you son of a bitch pause you son of a bitch 
Uh, he gives it to you and you fucking listen to it. Oh, no, I mean, we were driving into town. We were driving into town. He brought a CD. I was like, oh, wait, I know what this is. And I actually listened to it when I got home, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you disappoint me, Stan. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Do you want to give shout outs to the coworker who told you to listen no, to it? No. <laughs> it's okay. 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 Sounds good. Jason, you can edit that how you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just knew who the coworker was. So yeah, yeah. Like a nerve. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, yeah, for real. That's like Don't one of all. the. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's seriously a tight CD. Like, uh, if you like that, if you're in the mood for that, you gotta. It's like getting hit with a baseball bat and like, you know, when you're like swaying, then like another baseball bat's coming from the other way. It's just like back and forth. Like it's pretty <laughs> fucked up, but they do some cool shit throughout the whole thing. Is that yeah, what happened I to you back in baseball? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't play baseball. You didn't play baseball, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sampled Plague Bear and that's how I felt. So that's the song that made me want to download the album. But yeah, I didn't listen to anything that else. Song, uh, that song, what was that so, song? I don't remember. Number Rape six. of the Sermons or something. Oh, the one you were, okay. Oh, oh what Rape of Sirens. For us. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not for me, dog. No. I gave it a sample. more... Okay. Yeah, I listened to. Well, they had one track out like a week ago or something. Somebody posted about them in the Facebook lounge, and uh, I remember the last CD being pretty good. Maybe my yeah, mood's this... changed since then. Like the Deathcore sound. Like I know it's not that. Well, it's still pretty Deathcore, right? This one's yes, it's, and but and it's not but, like just straight. So like, yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't bore me. Like Shotty, you'd like it because it's, it's very it's, technical. Yeah, it's very really tech deathy. It's very tech sounding, and it doesn't sound if it's if it's anything of the Deathcore-ish, It's sophisticated sounding, so it does give the more like. The tones are still there, but it's more tech death sounding than it is like just straight deathcore now. So a lot of yeah, the times, right, okay. it is kind of generic sometimes with the breakdowns, but like at the same but time, you almost kind of laugh and you're like, "Wow, this is actually pretty tight." Because like, you know, they do it well. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. That singer is so fucked and like got some like uh, Trevor's a guest on one of them from oh, Black I did, Dahlia. Yeah, I heard that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. um, a couple more guests. Yeah, but I. I think it's like it's not gonna be my end of list end of the year list or anything but if you you're in the mood for deathcore i mean it's a banger okay all right yeah. all right jason what do you have for us all right let's do the one that you've heard too shoddy okay Stan, awesome. if, if yeah. you've heard it then we can skip the clip but um yeah have you checked okay. out the new album from vitriol yet no oh. Oh. well you're gonna listen to this track wah, then wah, wah. <laughs> oh this fucking track
Oh, that track. Did I fucking write the track? Shotty, what'd you like about CD while I find the track? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so we, uh, so that was uh, Vitriol, as Jason said, uh, to bathe from the throne, I think. Throats. Or what is the, yeah, the throat of cowardice. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. Just, um, we talked tough. about them. It's mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's me, and we've talked about them before a little bit. They had like a four-song EP that came out last year yeah. that was bad as fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. This album features those songs. Um, I guess I just love, first of all, that they're a three-piece. Second of all, how much uh, the fucking guitarist, there's so much, I guess, power and energy and yeah. emotion that goes into his voice, and then it translates to the guitar at the same time. So he shreds, and it's like a, it's like... He almost kind of sounds like Dime sometimes on the guitar with his shredding. Mm-hmm. He has like that southernish. Got, yeah. Yeah. It's you know what I'm saying? It's like that southern groove when he does the solos, but it's in the middle of something that's so fucking yeah. hard that it's amazing at the same time. So, I mean, yeah, I want to hear what you have to think. I want to hear what Stan has to think, but I this is definitely going to be an end of the year for me. I mean, I've been waiting for this album to come out for a little bit here, and it's fucking, it's a golden masterpiece. So, from start to finish, it's. A heart attack. Yeah. Everything you just said, it's the track was Legacy of Contempt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I could have had, I could have picked it. I clip it's, off any track. I picked that one because it gave you the little bit of a groove section at the end, just something different. But dude, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't let up. It's like 40 something minutes of like violence and fucking rage. And <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. It, it, it's so refreshing because we've, we're in this golden age of death metal. We've got all these good fucking death metal bands, but this band stands out because as much as I love the like dirty death metal and the old school stuff, revival stuff and that vibe, this is not that. Like this is modern this is so- sounding, mm-hmm. just straightforward death metal. They're, you know what I mean? It stands Look, out from I, all I the, tr- the, the fad that's kind of going on right now. There's nothing that sounds like them. You're exactly right. I mean, their sound is completely unique, but it's familiar in a way. So yeah, you know what it actually. Like I, you know what? It almost sounded like Infinite Annihilator taking out the core, uh, like okay. the death okay. parts of it. And yeah, I was digging it. It was kind of the same same vibes I was getting. See, the band, the one band that I would feel like they would maybe relate to the most would be like Hate Eternal. Yeah, I agree. Like Stan, I know you got into them more, and I've never even been that big of a Hate Eternal fan. But when I, I mean, I like it. It's just I never. I can't say like what their best CD is. I don't know, but their last album that was so good. Right, too. right, right. They kind of remind me of that. I see what you're saying, but Hate Eternal is kind of just more classic. This was just mm-hmm. more. These are. It's, I can just tell this is gonna be a banger, like Dude, start to finish. That's the thing. This has something extra that I like it better than Hate Eternal. I like this mm-hmm. again, dude. If, I do too. I, yeah, I know there's only so many picks for our top ten list, but like, I mean, uh, it's it's tough, man. It's, it's and they went from they had that one demo EP or whatever out. They went from that to being picked up by fucking Century Media for this release. It's so like someone really? over there had their fucking wow. eye on them. Like, uh, yeah, because they're just big. some small boys, I believe, from like Portland. Yeah, they're from yeah. Oregon, so they're just a three piece. I mean, I, th- I mean, the singer uh, was posting a bunch of videos before. He has a bunch of badass guitars. I mean, you can watch him shredding on YouTube, and he just plays with such emotion, ferocity. So, it's yeah. I mean, dude, I'm honestly surprised that he doesn't break a guitar like every time he's playing. <laughs> I mean, it's fucked. Dude, it's literally, it's the best, the way to describe them is violence and comma, fuck. (laughs) So those are the the two terms to describe that band. So, Dude, I don't even know how they recorded it. The amount of shit that you hear in every song, there's chaos. But Uh, it's amazing. Like you can hear everything. 
there's like really well made songs. It's not just like riffs flying at you and leads. It's like it is that, but if you listen closely, it's like that shit is like tight. It's put together so good. So like just the production of it. I don't even know who did it or anything like that, but it perfect. Ten out of I ten. Think Joe Patagno. It's so mm. is that okay. I'm, I don't know. He's a big yeah. guy. He's got a list of fucking shit. Uh, Century Media uh, Money, I guess. Right? Yeah. I mean, that sound, man. I mean, it's it's deserving of what they're getting yeah. because that's some fucking shit. They're coming here soon, playing on Black Friday, so I don't know if I'm going to go or not. Maybe I'll Good go. Good reason to get out of the fucking shopping. That, that's true. That's Amen, brother. See you later, wife. So, but yeah, man, they're with a pretty big tour too. They, I think it's with Hate, Hate Eternal, actually, isn't it? If it is, I won't miss that. But I don't know if it's they're with Hate Eternal. Somewhere I forgot. Them, yeah. Anyway, anyway. It, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, great music. I hope everybody loves it. Dan, you're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. he is gonna mm-hmm. love it. That's why I was surprised he hadn't listened yeah. to it. Yet, I actually but. have both of Jason's picks so far written down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I can get you guys <laughs> to write another one down. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I one, yeah, I think it's you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I have one more. Unfortunately, you guys are just gonna have to listen to it via their um, band cam. The track was In Search for Euthanasia, and it was by Pandemonium, and it was off the album Monuments of Tragedy. Um, That was a gem that came out earlier this year from uh, our boys in Stockholm, Sweden. Kind of has like that, I don't know, high classical-ish sound. It's kind of like a little bit more rougher dimu sound, you know, without the cleans ever. I guess there's a there's like this female who comes in and out sometimes or it sounds like a female. I don't know if it is a female, but it's very sparse. But yeah, it's it's that polished sound. Um, I don't know. I really liked it when I listened to it. You still um, in what, search of uh, epic classical influenced <laughs> melodic 
metal. Well, yeah, I mean, this came out this year. So, I know, I mean, but I, just, are you... I, I am still in, yeah, search yeah, okay. of it. Yeah, so, I mean, I will be honest. I was attracted to this album because of the album art. I was just going to ask it, you, it, was it because the cover? <laughs> yeah, it intrigued me, and I, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I don't know if that's Guy a gun in his him? mouth. Yeah, or, or, or a gun. Yeah, it looks like a gun, Yeah, dude. I thought a flute yeah, it's or a gun. A gun. I mean, soldier. I thought it was a gun. Yeah, soldier. Yeah, so I was... That's what struck me. I was like, yeah. oh, that looks cool. And then I clicked on it. I know nothing of Pandemonium, nothing of their history. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. The, you thought the song was weird? Well, it's just, it's very unique sounding. Like, is it black yeah, metal? Yeah, is it what? Yeah. like I, exa- Yeah. That's why I don't know what to, the fuck to call it. I mean, it's very, you're exactly right. It's weird. And I think that's why I liked it. The more I listened to it, I mean, so, it, it, they have their, their sound, I guess. So I started this from the beginning, and I was like, uh, okay. And then I skipped it till the end a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty yeah. interesting what they had going on, all the uh, instruments, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, because there's a lot of yeah, because there's only like four people in the band, but you know that there's like some backtrack shit going on because there's yeah, a lot of like sure. yeah. uh, you hear harp and a lot heavy, of musical yeah. instruments. Yeah, yeah, and that carries through the CD, so I think that's why I liked it a lot. So it's orchestral, but at the same time, it's they still are fucking hard. So. I, I was gonna say I was looking for a little more. Edge to it. So does it get at all there's, a little yeah, more? Def- no? Maybe that. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the best of songs to play. You I mean, guys, I just. Yeah. But yeah, but there is more edge to okay. it. So and I would yeah. check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. interesting. Um, I was actually very intrigued by the cover too. I was just like looking at it the whole time. I was listening to that. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> okay, what do I got last left? Uh, oh, melodic death metal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yay. No, this Jesus. one's this Yay. one's different. No, it's not. <laughs> Not finish. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was actually from last year. So hmm. I'll just, let's hmm. play it. Let's play it. Why did it end? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was uh oh god. 
Shyla Magogner. <laughs> no, my what? Shy. I'm gonna I'm gonna type this out for oh, you guys. I know who you. this is. Oh, you okay? I don't. Yeah, yeah. I've brought them up before. Did and you I start saying the name and you guys gave oh, me Shyla Magogner? However, yeah. Was it this yeah. CD from last year or was it the one before that? I think it was the one from last year, dude. It's What's so the CD called? At least uh, this is a uh, transients. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I re- I. I kind of forgot about this album last year. I got really into it, but the problem is it's an hour and 13 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So every time I put it on, I was like, this is kind of a chore, you know, to get through the whole I thing. Felt and the then the same way, man. It's fucking... Yeah, like last year, every time I listened to it, I was like, this is on my mm-hmm. end of the year list for sure. And then I kind of just forgot about it. And then actually, Old Man Dave had it on one of his weekly, uh, you know, his weekly posts, his music. Yep. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, that album. I went back to it, and I'm, I'm like in love. Like, every yeah. fucking minute of that hour and 13 is good. What, what song did you let us listen to there? That was the first one, Transients. Okay, yep. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, that's why I say it's but black yeah, I mean, or melodic death, but it's really not, though. It's pretty blackened. It's pretty progressive. It's, it's all uh, over yeah, the place. It really yeah. is. I mean, there's like a bunch of atmospheric parts in there, too, I feel like. I mean, it's and just. It's two guys, but one guy writes all the music. And the other guy's what? just kind of the vocalist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good for if he's doing it all. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I don't know if I'm convinced on this one. About what? Give it. I'm the naysayer again. It's two to one, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't, it doesn't matter if you're not convinced. It's a little uh, on the pretty side. It, a little flowery. It's beautiful. I, w- I like to think it's atmospheric. You're a choir boy. <laughs> For a year, we listen to your atmospheric black metal bullshit. Give this Dude, a I'm listen. out of the mood now, man. A, I, I know. I've been it. trying to... I can't do any of that right now. Something's up. He had a kid now. He needs to stay on his edge. I guess. <laughs> it was it was cool. I had my attention, and, but uh, yeah, I'm going to pass. Okay, whatever. Well, fuck own. you then. I don't give <laughs> yeah, a fuck shit. Fuck you then. I agree. Fuck him then. We don't need him. More for us, Stan. Uh, All right. Let's go to get that interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, you're going you're to sit Wait. there and you're going to listen to this fucking track first. <laughs> yeah, oh, we have one more from Jason. Yeah, what are you talking about? Um, all right. So I'm going to describe you this one real quick. We talked about this band before on the Finnish episode. This is the band uh, called Desecracy. The album's Towards Nebulae. Basically take Bolt Thrower, but make them like instead of it just being about war it's like nastier like not like grosser vocals and this is kind of what you get
Dan can't turn it off? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> you get the bolt uh, thrower vibes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the... You can tell it's an early finish. Is this newer stuff, though? Or Yeah, this, this album just came out like a month okay. ago. Um, if you remember when we did that episode, uh, Sam brought in that Slugathor band, too. Yeah. yeah which yeah. we all really liked. And uh, mm-hmm. this is the guitarist from that band. But this is his own project, and I, and I, mm-hmm. he used to have a band, but it's just him now. It's just totally him, one man, uh, doing it all, and it's just I love it. It's that that sound right there is what you get the whole time. It you know nothing. You're not gonna get any surprises. You know it's just bare bones, mid paced, but uh, it, it's more about the vibe for me. Like he just it's dense as fuck. He throws those like weird melodies in there that are kind of just otherworldly sounding or whatever, and, and amongst all those like cool grooves and riffs and shit, I don't know, it just works. Like if you're a fan of Bolt Thrower, like I said, with just some more guttural vocals, and but it's not a copy off of Bolt Thrower. Like a lot of bands just kind of copy that Bolt Thrower thing. I feel like by like injecting that like I don't know cosmic vibe or or what I don't know how do you explain that, but it's a, it's a whole different vibe, but with the Bolt Thrower like mathematics behind it or something like that. It was legit. I'm not writing it down. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I guess someone's offended, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm sorry. I'm not writing it down either, but I mean, I liked it. It's just not really my thing, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'll go listen to Bolt Roll, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, and yes. And nothing it, wrong with that, but. And I, I, you could definitely pick up on that early Finnish death metal sound, too, but like, I'd rather go listen to like that than this. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> All right, man. More for me. That's fine. Yeah. Anybody else have anything? Uh, no, unfortunately. I think that's so. It. All right. Last what, what? track. And not when it was getting good. It just Those it, guitars it, were doing some fucked up shit at the end. It does yeah. that for like another like two or three minutes too, and it kind of builds on it. Okay. So it really kind of, I, I went like in the middle of the track, you know, because it kind of starts with more of that heavier stuff, and then it just builds up to that kind of like melody. 
But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This one I just. Uh, oh no. Okay, I listened to this one a while back. We had gotten it, and I forgot about it. It's one of those I wanted to bring in before we just didn't have time. And it's another twenty bucks spin release, which I feel like we're fucking broken records because that's all we ever talk about. But hmm. that's what this one came out on. So you know it's gonna be good. You don't have to take my word for it. Every fucking album they put out is good. Hold but, on, I um, didn't even know who this. I didn't even get to catch who it was. Oh, did I? I don't know if I said it. Yeah, the band's called Nightfell. Nightfell. Okay. Um, and I forget the name of the album, but uh, it just like I said, it just came out on twenty bucks spin. Honestly, it's it's a hard one to describe. It's a combo of like death metal with black metal, and then some like definite doom, death doom going on. You know, it slows down a lot here and there, um, which I you know I'm pretty picky about. So. You know, if I like it, you know, which I'm not usually a big fan of anything Doom related, you know, but it's, I think it's because it has a lot of weight to it, a lot of power, like the ha- heavy parts hit hard. The melodic stuff is, all, you know, it's like they'll they'll give you something at the, for a payoff. It's not like just some trudging song and it doesn't go anywhere, you know, and I really like the vocals. It's got that old school vibe, old school death metal, you know. What What is the name of this album? I forget the name of the album. But the band's night fell. A sanity mm-hmm. deranged. Yeah, is that the name yeah, of the album, Jason? Oh, okay, okay. You know this doesn't come out until tomorrow. Well, we got the promo for it. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Yeah, I did not. Know and that. It, yeah, it comes out tomorrow, so it'll be out by the time this comes out. Okay. But yeah, it's not real long. I think it's only thirty-five minutes, man. And yeah, I mean, it, it, I was really digging what you were, what you had there. I was like the end of it though. So if there's more yeah. of that kind of stuff, then I can deal with the, a little bit of the slower shit beforehand. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of that. A lot of good, cool, like, mel- dark melody and shit. Good vibes throughout it. So. Is he staying with a pencil on his hand? Are you writing it down? <laughs> uh, no, I did not write this one down yet. What are you uh-huh. doing over there? Making fucking uh, yeah, what notes? notes do you have? John dicks? I got my note sheet. Look at it. It's Uh-oh. all typed out and shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up then and get into the other topic. Sure. That they're going to have to wait for. Yeah. All right. So I think we're going to head into that interview. Yeah, it's uh the like I said, the vocalist and uh, songwriter, guitarist of Idle Hands, Gabe something. I forget his last name, but it's a good one. Check out that album, and uh, don't forget Patreon. Post just posted a bonus episode last week or the week before. I think we got some good shit coming up too. Maybe uh, we're in the works of talking about maybe doing a video episode. So yeah, that's pretty cool for sure. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a really good time with the. Are we gonna do it with the Patreon people? Yeah, yeah they, they're going to have dibs. Yeah, okay. Bonus episode only. video. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I, I guess that's what I was trying to hint at is that if you're not part of the Patreon group, <laughs> then can't be there. Stan's don't know for real sure. Always face. a li- live listen, maybe. I don't know. I think so. Live reaction. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. Nip slips. You know, there's going to be one. Nip <laughs> 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 All right. I'm Evil J. I'm staying the man. I'm Shoddy. You guys stay metal.
Hey, Gabe, this is Jason calling from uh, Into the Combine Podcast. Hey, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Good. Uh, just uh, working on some Photoshop stuff and uh, writing some music right now. Right uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to uh, to chat, of course. Um, what's going on with you? Oh, man, not much. Just uh, have uh, the day off, you know, got the long weekend coming up. So kind of just hanging out. Badass. <laughs> yeah, Always I'm good. Exci- well, this is like, actually, I haven't worked in like a month. And so this long weekend is like the last four days before I have to go back to my real job. So. Oh, man. Okay. Final yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a wacky month doing a bunch of shit with the band. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. But, you get time to get yeah. some stuff done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. you guys were doing, sure. uh, you said you guys were doing a video the other day. Uh, how'd that go? And how do you, do you like doing videos? Uh, yeah, we were doing some filming for a video. I, I can't say which song yet, but um, uh, it was up in uh, Vancouver, BC. And uh, yeah, we just, you know, went around town, did some gorilla shots, did some studio stuff. They all turned out pretty cool. Okay. Um, and uh, I enjoy... You know, do I enjoy doing videos? That's a very touchy question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're a necessary evil. When you're done, you're really happy that you did it. But I'd say music videos for me are like the most stressful thing ever because we don't have a huge organization backing us. Okay. The costs are, are huge and, you know, we're small, so we can't afford to get permits to do things in places or block off streets or anything like that we just kind of show up and hope the cops don't show up so there's all these factors you know you put thousands of dollars worth of planning into getting a shot and it could be ruined by one idiot you know who (laughs) who doesn't want you there or you know like some angry neighbor or the cops showing up and telling you to get out and all your planning's for nothing so this shoot in particular because we had to do it in the middle of a city we were in downtown vancouver was particularly stressful as opposed to like last year we did one out in the middle of nowhere in a desert, you know, you just kind of show up uh, and do that. But so, you know, they each have their stressful factors. For example, the city, you know, it's people out in the desert, you get dust and shit all over your gear. Um, You know, you got to make sure you have everything, you know, even food and water and camping and wise, because you're, I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere and um generators and all that stuff and um you know when we did that i think it was i feel nothing last year out in the alvor desert we almost got struck by lightning and i say almost because yeah yeah we did it was like it it was pretty sketchy we're out there and these huge thunderheads are rolling over the desert and you know it's the expanse of area you can see is so wide that you can see the clouds coming from like miles away yeah and like watch if they're going to drift away and they get over us and like all of our meta- all of our metal equipment starts just like buzzing really loud. Oh man. <laughs> and uh and it's just like you know and and uh we're like okay this is weird and then I look over at my bassist and his hair is like standing in the <laughs> air. <laughs> no like, way. Out in like open nature, you know, I've never seen this before like just imagine standing somewhere and your hair is on and that's how much electricity <laughs> was in the air and so we were like fuck this we're getting the hell out of here yeah so we just yeah yeah we <laughs> we had to roll out and then we just watched the thunderstorm roll over and rain all over our equipment yeah. Oh, so, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh but regardless uh, a very fun experience and you know as i always say 
we'll laugh at it a year later and that's all we can do now is you know our, our videos it, so. still like they're still a pretty important thing to do though you, you feel like it's it makes a big difference oh yeah for sure i mean we live in an age of like content and I don't like making content just for the sake of content. Mm-hmm. But if you want to stay relevant, you got to work. I mean, and music video is part of that work. You should have an idea and like a vision of how you want it to look and be. Of course, you you know, there's nothing that bugs me more than just seeing a band that like obviously set up in some like room with a few lights <laughs> and like yeah. a camera aimed at them. And then they call that a music video. You know, I'm like, this is just a film of you guys practicing the song pretty right. much. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like visually uh, interesting and appealing. And I think they're very important in keeping uh, modern bands relevant. Um, however, I think if a lot of bands didn't have to do them, a lot, a lot of bands wouldn't. And so yeah. they could do them pro- properly. That makes sense. Um, so with the new album, we didn't even touch on that yet, but Mana. So it's not usually the kind of an album I would find myself looking for. But uh, for some reason, I stumbled on the EP and could not wait for the full length. And it blew me away. So, you know, I showed it to my co-hosts on the podcast. And they're also more on the extreme metal side of things. And they don't even like much of the traditional, you know, heavy metal stuff or anything like that. So, But they really liked it too. Is that something that you've noticed from other people? And, you know, why do you think that is? What are you hitting on? Uh, Sorry, could you repeat the first part of the question again? Yeah, just like, so, I mean, I guess basically the question is, do you think that you are reaching, you know, kind of cross genres for fans like, like, like it's been with me and my buddies here? And if you are, why do you think you're doing that? Because I feel like I've noticed that with a lot of people online, you know, people who maybe don't normally listen to this kind of thing, uh, you know, are getting into the album. Yeah. Um, no, I think um, I think we have. Uh, in fact, this last weekend we played in, in in Victoria, BC, for the Vancouver Island Metal Fest, and um, I mean, front row, I saw a guy with uh, you know jean jacket covered in heavy metal, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden patches, and then right next to him was some kid like with a uh, face paint dressed up in Hot Topic goth pants <laughs> and shit. Right. I mean, and then like right next to him was like a, a dad, you know, who I I could see, um, you know, was uh, probably around in the 80s when a lot of this music was just starting to become popular. So exactly. Um, and it, it does. It makes me very happy that we have that cross appeal. But it doesn't surprise me to a complete extent because I'm a fan of all of these genres and um, I just write music honestly. So it doesn't. It does, it's not too surprising that that like what I wrote appeals to these people because I'm basically one of these people. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, right. I just I I like all all the same stuff they do. So the um, the greatest thing I ever realized about myself, and this, I had like an epiphany a couple of years ago, but early twenties, kind of you know um, what do you call that? Uh, trying to be different. I'm basically still in high school, mm-hmm. trying to. Uh, be an individual and uh, when my last band ended and I was really you know taking a hard look at my life I realized that I'm no different than anybody else and that's the greatest gift I've ever received from I don't know where it came from but when you can realize that you're no different from anybody else then you can go all right uh what makes me unique though and when you can do that and go like all right I have these unique ways of looking at things 
but I'm still like everybody else. I can push this out in a way that every, you know, that everyone is going to be able to identify with. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to be yourself. That's basically the key here. That's all I've done with this band. And I think that's why people from all certain walks of life like the music, because I was never trying to pander to one group of people. I never, I didn't start this band going, Hey, we're going to be a traditional heavy metal band. Hey, we're going to be a goth rock band, or we're, we're going to be a black metal band. I think that's one of the worst things you can do as a musician is decide what you're going to be before you start even playing music. Right. Uh, because <laughs> unless you really know who you are and you're deep to the core, you know, black metal a hundred percent, you're just limiting your, you're just limiting yourself because guarantee you every black metal guy out there, every heavy metal guy out there also has a few bands. I mean, it's guaranteed. They have tons of bands that they're not throwing on their vests, but they love. Mm -hmm. So what they need is someone to go out there and go, Hey, by the way, I know you like this shit because I do too. And I listen to all the same music you like. And, uh, (laughs) you know, like, and when I party with these people, you know, like I, one of the greatest things is I go, you know, go out in the scene and I, you go drinking and hanging out with people. They're not listening to black metal when they're partying. They're <laughs> half the time they're turning on Madonna and Tina right. Turner and fucking <laughs> Susie Q and shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so you guys all like this kind of music, but you're not like advertising it. Like, exactly. so you're hi- you're hiding it. I'm like, okay, well, and it kind of strikes me like, uh, Lincoln Park is a great example. It's a band no one wants to admit they like. But somehow they have millions yeah. of fans around the world <laughs> because it's music you listen to alone. Right. That's, you know, <laughs> and uh, some of the best bands are bands that you listen to alone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I just saw all this and I'm just like, man, okay, this is stupid. Like, I, the only way I'm going to get anywhere in life is if I'm just being myself. That's the only way I'm going to be happy writing music. So, that's what I did with this band. And if it resonates with people, that's super cool, obviously. Um, and if it doesn't, I won't be unhappy because I still did what I wanted to do. Right, right. And I did it as best I could. And that's right? what I think. I think exactly what you said, man. It's like, that's got to be why it sounds so fresh. Because like you said, you you didn't try and do one thing. Like I, And it seems like that's a key to so many really good bands. It's like you'll hear them say, you know what? on this album i just didn't try anymore i just did what i wanted to do and then that's when the magic hits yeah for sure for sure like yeah, um, uh, i don't know if you've ever heard that band uh spirit adrift but um i'm a pretty big fan of them as well and i remember talking to that guy and he said the same thing like you know this was the album he just kind of you know went into it just did it for himself and fuck it if people liked it and that you know that turns out to be the best thing they did you know so <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and all the I, all the best songs that i've ever like that I'm personally most happy with all I'm just like, it's the, it's when I stopped giving a shit completely. And I feel like you got to remove all thoughts of what anyone else is going to think about your stuff and, and just focus on what you honestly think about it. And uh, that's how you're going to make the best art you can make. Not the best art anybody can make, but the best art you can make. Right. And that's what you can do. Do you so, think that'll be any harder, like when you go to do the second one, just because now people have something to expect, or, or no? Oh no, no. Uh, the it, it was a little hard right afterwards. After I got home earlier this summer, I was trying to work on some songs, and I got like complete writer's block because I was thinking too much. Mm. Um, and so I I wrote one song, and it was a bit 
of uh, it was a bit derivative. I just found some keys on the ground. So I'll leave them here. If I come back, <laughs> they're still there. I'll find their owner. <laughs> that's weird. And it's right next to like a bra that's covered in shit. What happened there? <laughs> Whoa. Ew. Oh, there's a big human turd here. Okay. All right. <laughs> you get out there. of there, man. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have touched those keys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where were we? Um, uh, oh, you were saying it was uh, hard we're, right at first, the writer's block. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wrote, like, the first song after I got home. And I was like, okay, it's cool. But it was a bit derivative of Mana. It's like, I was like, this sounds just like another Mana track. And that's not bad. But um, I want to progress in some way. Like, I still want to have the feeling. Uh, I want to impress myself. And I wasn't impressing myself with this. It was just like, you know, uh, fucking, there's your song, you know. Okay. Um, and so I kept going. And, uh, you know, I got another song over the next month. I'm like, okay, this is a little better. But just in the past week, I don't know, something's changed. Maybe from all the travel with the band, but I've just been getting these bursts of fucking inspiration. And I wrote, I've written like three songs in the past like week. So wow, okay. One of them I wrote in like 40 minutes, lyrics and everything. And I was wow. like, God damn. And I showed it to the band and the guys were, this is like the sickest song. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> sometimes, like guys, something just happens. You just have to sit down and try. Right. And funny enough, usually that shit comes to me when I'm extremely hungover. <laughs> um, so that my brain and sleep deprived so that my brain can't do anything but focus on one thing. So right. I get, I get like hyper focused shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's like the more, the more sober I become, the harder it is to write music. This could pose a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, I have fun with it. So, are you like, um, um, are you pretty particular, like as far as perfecting a song? Do a lot of editing to make sure because those songs are so concise, like on that album. Like, you know, it's you got the, the perfect choruses and nothing goes too long. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I have a very, I'm a stickler for that shit. I um, if I play a riff and I'm like, okay, it goes once, and then a lot of people are like, well, it should go twice, and I go, well why is it going the second time? Mm. And sometimes you can just say like, Oh, cause it's cool. And sometimes that works with a riff sometimes, sure. but something needs to change. If you listen to any like major pop format song, like listen to any fucking journey hit, anything like that. If a riff goes twice because it's just cool, you know, something else changes in the background, mm. whether it be the drums or there's like another added, like very subtle synth melody that comes in on the second time. Right. Uh, you need to be adding something uh, to each thing and it's still got to be good. Like it has to have a reason for being there. Um, it has to express the emotions of the song, all that stuff. So it's kind of like trying to like bake a cake or something, you know? Yeah. Like it's all the ingredients must be perfect and they must be put in in the right way or you're fucked. Um, I like that though, man, because there's nothing worse yeah. than when an album just is, you know, going too long or just dragging shit out. You know, I mean, you can yeah. only do that for no, so yeah. long. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the advantages I have of writing by myself uh, for the most part. I, I, you know, I, I do it on my computer and I can, I see a riff and I'm like, all right, like that can go twice. That can go once. This goes here. And I generally just know how long things could should go because I've 
been doing this for 13 years or something. Yeah. And, um, and I just kind of have a vibe for this stuff. And, you know, a lot of people, I'd say the one thing you could rag on this band for is that we do a lot of pop format songs, yeah. but I don't care <laughs> because <laughs> That's what's awesome, I've never, though, yeah. well, I, one, it doesn't matter Two, cause I'm just trying to convey a message through, through music Two, Um, I've been in too many bands where they were going for the pop format, but it was like a democracy. And so you'd have like this song that was almost perfectly well-written and someone's like, Oh, I don't know. We need to add something there because otherwise it's too predictable. <laughs> so then they add in some 40 second, like dumbass riff. <laughs> yep, and you're yep. like, and you're just like, you just ruined the song. You just fucking ruined it. Right. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, I see music as a, uh, actually better than baking a cake here. It's, it's like uh, painting or um, building a house. Uh, painting's the best one. Your canvas is your cords. You need to make sure you have your canvas before you start painting. A lot of bands, and pa- your paint is your, uh, your riffs and your leads and your vocal melodies and all that shit. Your cords, though, if you don't have that solid foundation, mm. and you, you'll get ahead of yourself, and your song won't be cohesive because a lot of artists are afraid to kill their darlings. What they'll do is they'll come up with this this chord and riff that go together that sounds fucking amazing. And then they try to have, they have to like fit the puzzle pieces into like, try and make that work together mm-hmm. as opposed to just writing chords, which sounds boring at first. But if all your chords go into each other and then you start doing the leads, then you're going to realize that your leads all work together. Your song's going to be much more cohesive and you, you know, it's just going to be much easier everything every song i've written in a couple minutes is because i was like chords 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 and then i laid it out and it was just one idea after another and then bam so yeah that's fascinating man you got my thoughts yeah no that's all i love hearing that now it's like no surprise why it sounds the way it does and it seems like you've got it down as far as that goes and it makes me have faith (laughs) that the next one's gonna probably be badass too because you got the right way of doing it I'm pretty stoked on the ones that are coming. I mean, personally, I'm I'm pretty stoked on it because it's <laughs> it, it's different, but it's the same. It's awesome. idle hands, that's for sure. Um, it's gonna get it's gonna get weird, but it's gonna be cool. So, <laughs> and that'll yeah. be when, like, in a year or two, or uh, probably another year at least. Um, yeah. Well, see, I could have it finished within one year and out within one year, no problem. But yeah. now we've entered this. Um, area of the band where a lot of other parties are getting involved you know we're talking to major labels and things like that and okay, uh, yeah. and so now the strategic aspect has to come in of like when is the right time to release the music um mm-hmm. you know giving mana its proper room to breathe and be exposed to new fans before we um before we just release another album and toss mana by the wayside right, right. Uh, so yeah like my my best bet I was going to give you one would be early 2021 is when you're going to hear the second idle hands album. But okay. there's yeah. no reason that in between now and then we, we won't put out another like EP or something. Yeah. You know? Okay. Right on. So, yeah. What, um, real quick, what did you like, what did you kind of grow up listening to? Like, uh, as far as the metal goes and you know, the heavier stuff, I know you, I think you mentioned something about that. Well, I started, I mean, my parents weren't, uh, they weren't into, uh, heavy metal at all i think the hardest band my mom listened to is like fleetwood mac and my dad listened to like tina turner i mean they listened to like blondie and stevie nicks and yeah bands i love i love now 
But back then, I never con- even considered them rock. I mean, I didn't know what rock was. I was just a kid. Yeah. But uh, after that, I didn't know heavy metal existed until one of my friends showed me Cradle of Filth covering Hallowed Be Thy Name by Iron Maiden. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you heard that, but it's... Uh, yeah. It's a pretty cool cover, or at least when I was 16, it blew my fucking mind. For sure, now, that would sound it, I'm crazy. Like, they say, like, motherfuckers in the intro, and <laughs> as a kid, I thought that was so cool. Sure. And as an adult, I'm, like, I'm like cringing, you know, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, that was the song that got me into heavy metal. After that, I picked up a bass and started playing, but, like, you know, Cradle of Filth and, like, Blink-182 was my mm-hmm. introduction to music. I still listen to those bands to this day. Yeah, I love both of them for different reasons. And um, after that, it was like Jimmy Borgia at the gates, Arch Enemy. And then I met some friends who told me that shit was lame and that <laughs> I need to listen to Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. And I was like, those are rock bands. You know, those are dad bands. That's how I always and, was too, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, of course, they gave me a ton of shit because they were raised, all their dads listened to this shit. They were like mm-hmm. 80s rocker guys. And so, you know, that was blasphemy to them. And I'm like, what? Listen, listen, this breaking the law. That's a rock and roll song. <laughs> like this, you know, and Judas Priest definitely has some rock and roll songs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons of them. But, uh, but yeah, you know, eventually I came around. They got me into all that old stuff. So I had this, I actually, I'm, I'm very grateful because I had this, you know, deep core of like uh, melodic death metal and black metal that got me started. And then I was able to, go into this other territory and of course i'm a fan of all of it to this day i really get annoyed when people tell me that they used to like a band Mm. um because for me if i like a band i like them for the rest of my life i'm not gonna like every album they put out yeah but i'm you know the specific song if i go hey like you know satiricon's now diabolical is sick as fuck i love this album all these songs rule yeah, and then eight years pass, and people are like, Art, that, that's not cool anymore. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I liked them back then. I, I like them now. I haven't changed. But it's like so popular in the metal scenes around the country and world to have that kind of mentality where it's just like, what's cool? Is it cool to like this? Am I cool? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never, I, I've never been that person. <laughs> and I, anytime someone pulls that shit, I call them out on it. I'm just like, just be yourself. I'm so sick of this. Like, you I guys know, are man. annoying. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's it's such a shitty thing. It's like you, it, watch if you guys blow up on a major label, all of a sudden half the fans are gonna be bitching, and all of a sudden they gotta move on to the oh, next oh, cool thing. You know? Oh, I I I I am fully prepared for that, and I do not. I of course do not care. Yeah. What can you do? What <laughs> you can know? you do? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's like I'm not. I'm not begging, sitting here begging you to like me. You know, here's the music. Mm-hmm, like I'm just mm-hmm. doing what I do. Like you know what you go if you don't like it, go start your own band, and you know everyone can subjectively judge you or objectively yeah. judge you. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it, it, the it's true fans are going to be there. Putting yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so we we gotta talk real quick about this fucking tour coming up with King Diamond, man. That's gonna be incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've been rambling on here. This can be like a forty minute interview. No, no, you're good, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, the King Diamond tour was really cool. We, I guess if I want to go back to the beginning of that, we got started, let's see, U.S., uh, I needed a booking agent and I was looking around and I was like, okay, uh, you know, who books the bands I like? So I look up Tribulation, it says, oh, this guy Nick Storch. I'm like, okay. 
I look up like Uncle Acid. I'm like, oh, Nick Stortz. <laughs> I look up this other band. Oh, Nick Stortz. I'm like, man, all the bands that I like to go see are booked by this guy, Nick Storch. <laughs> so, you know, and, and there's part of the strategy to that too, because if I find an agent who's booking music that I like, uh, that means he likes that kind of music too, and he's more prone to like the music I'm making. Right, right. So um, I hit him up. He's like, uh, I'm pretty busy. I can't do it, blah, 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 but keep in touch. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just successively bugged him uh, throughout late 2018 and early 2019 and uh, was just like, yeah, hey, we got on this tribulation tour. Hey, we're going to be doing a 50-day tour of Europe. Hey, we got an article in this magazine. Like, anytime the band would have an accomplishment, like a music video or something, I'd just bug him again until finally I finished Mana. And uh, I think he was a little bit impressed by that because I had released the EP eight months prior. Okay, right. And right. I was like, hey, I got this out. Listen to it. And after that, he's like, okay, I want to be your agent. And right yeah, after that, awesome. he passed our music along to his manager friend who manages... Uh, some bigger bands like Monomarth, Behemoth, King Diamond, stuff like that. Okay. And he loved it. And bada bing, bada boom. They showed it to King Diamond. King Diamond liked it. Nice. We're on King Diamond. So we got that. <laughs> but it's going to be our first full U.S. tour, which I'm so stoked on. Yeah, <laughs> because awesome. not a lot of bands can say they got that as their first U.S. tour. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what an yeah, opportunity. So, yeah, exactly. And I don't intend to fuck it up or take it for granted. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's going to be this fall covering the entire United States for the most part. And uh, I think it's 23 shows over 32 days. And uh, they're all like, I think half of them are like these regal kind of theaters, like, you know, yeah. places like the the Queen Elizabeth and the Arlene Schnitzer and the King's Theater and Okay. You know, um, I think he wanted more regal venues, so I'm even more stoked about that. I'm just gonna become a snobby wine drinking, uh, <laughs> you know. Like well, plus you can watch asshole. his his uh, stage production and show every night if you want, which is awesome. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yes, yes. I'm trying to maintain my excitement, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah. No, that's it's definitely. It, I mean, I've been listening to this guy since I started listening to heavy metal, so it's it's yeah. Uh, pretty pretty rad um but yeah anyway so that's, that's coming up and we're just going to do our best i think we got a 30 minute set so people show up early they can check us out yeah well hopefully you guys can pull on a bunch of people from that one i'm sure you will oh yeah give it a shot give it a shot well um, man i'm hoping i can make it i know uh it's in november for us i got a newborn here so he's been limiting my uh concert going you know lately but uh, uh yeah <laughs> picking and happen. choosing <laughs> yeah but, for uh, sure for i'm sure. hoping to catch it man because that's an awesome lineup so yeah thanks man thanks for doing the interview yeah no problem at all no problem at all all right well uh yeah. hopefully we'll catch you there man and uh have a good uh last little bit of freedom before uh the weekend's over 